0: This is a Squeeze Podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Smones Yaris. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday, the 3rd of May. In your Squeeze Today, Perth avoids another lockdown. A victory for the Liberals in Tassie. A cash slash for childcare. And embracing lockdown locks. This is your squeeze today. Just days after the last lockdown ended in Western Australia, new local coronavirus cases were reported on Saturday. It hasn't sent locals from Perth and the Peel region back into another snap lockdown, Claire, but WA Premier Mark McGowan said it could be on the cards if the situation changes. It could be. Fingers crossed, of course, for those over
1: in the West that it doesn't. What happened was three new cases of locally acquired COVID-19 were reported on Saturday. That's put people on edge. One was a quarantine hotel worker. He infected two of his housemates who were food delivery drivers. McGowan said that a lockdown would have been imminent if that area had not been under the strict restrictions last week that included the wearing of masks.
0: Yeah, and something McGowan has been supportive of is the federal government's move to ban travellers coming to Australia from India, where coronavirus cases continue to surge. The government has, though, faced some backlash over the weekend, Claire, for its decision to introduce fines of up to $66,000 or so or five years in prison or both for anyone defying a travel ban.
1: Yeah, and of course McGowan has been supportive because he's been quite a critic in the recent past of that hotel quarantine system. He says that the pressure that has been put on those city hotels that aren't fit for purpose means that there are risks of the coronavirus getting into the community as it has done again on the weekend. Looking at that situation of travellers from India, Uh, being banned from coming into Australia, it really was that introduction of fines uh, or a prison term for defying that ban that put people on edge on the weekend. Lots of criticism and questions from legal eagles about the ban's legal standing. Also criticism from people like Dr Kylie Moore Gilbert who says she came from a COVID hellhole uh, from overseas and was allowed to return to Australia. She says that putting that ban up is a moral unjustifiable,
0: and completely un-Australian. Yeah, India has had another record-breaking few days with almost 800 new cases reported over the weekend. While the country opened vaccinations to all adults on Saturday, reports say there's a crippling shortage of supply. Looking globally, World Health Organization boss Dr Tedros said India is not the only hotspot to be concerned about, with cases taking off in Brazil, Iran and Turkey. He says there were almost as many cases globally last week as in the first five months of the pandemic. The government's big budget reveal is next week, Claire, and as usual, ahead of the big day, bits and pieces are being announced. Yesterday, the government turned its focus to childcare affordability. Yep, childcare, of course, is usually a big
1: one when it comes to budget time, but there's a real focus this time around on measures for women. And of course, when it comes to childcare, it really does seem still to be a women's issue. What this measure that was announced by Treasurer Josh Frydenberg uh, looks to do is to improve affordability ability. For families with one child in childcare, 95% of their out-of-pocket expenses for any additional kids would be covered. Uh, Also, all families are set to benefit with the scrapping of a $10,560 cap on childcare subsidies. What that means is that parents who earn more than close to $190,000 a year will have 100% of their childcare fees paid after that cap. So it's really a lot of money. It's going to cost $1.7 billion. Uh, What Josh Frydenberg says is that it should really improve productivity at
0: the workforce with more women able to return. As for the commentary, the proposal has won the endorsement of key players in the sector who say it's a step in the right direction of removing those disincentives for women to return to work. Others have pointed out it's some way off with a measure not set to start until July next year. As for Labor leader Anthony Albanese, he says it's missed the mark for real reform. We spoke about Tasmania's election last week, Claire, and on Saturday it happened. Liberal leader Peter Gutwin claimed his party's third consecutive win. That's no small feat given Tassie has traditionally been a Labor voting state. Did you sit down and watch it on Saturday night, Simone? I didn't. I'm sorry. I was out. (laughs) What were you doing? Guilty. Just out at dinner. Nothing too wild. Oh, look,
1: I absolutely did. Uh, You know, trying to get your hair around the hair clerk system is just the way you want to spend your Saturday night. But (laughs) look, it was quite an interesting one. Uh, It seemed to land exactly where it was uh, two months ago. It's quite an interesting result. The liberals are likely to end up with 13 seats. That means they will hold majority government with a margin of about one seat. Uh, Labor's likely to retain nine seats. It had a 4.5% swing against them. As for the Greens, they picked up more votes than last time, but they won't get any more seats. They'll look at retaining two seats and there's likely to be one independent, maybe two, a bit more counting to happen this week.
0: Labor leader Rebecca White congratulated Gutwin on the win and praised his handling of the pandemic. She said, and this is a quote, there's no doubt that Peter Gutwin and our public health officials kept our community safe. And tonight's result reflects that. From politics to the world's largest tropical forest now, the Amazon, a new report has found that we can no longer depend on the forest to help absorb man-made carbon pollution, Claire.
1: Yeah, the Amazon forest, of course, covers a number of South American countries. And when you look at the Brazilian part, which is about 60% of the rainforest, a new report says that it's now emitting more carbon dioxide than it's absorbing. That, of course, is a really big issue because the Amazon is known as the lungs of the world. It's about half of the world's rainforest and it really does a lot of the heavy lifting of keeping oxygen going in the world. So lots of concerns about that flipping and it now being an emitter. It's an emitter because of the deforestation that has been happening there, not just in recent times, but over decades. What's happened, though, in recent times is uh, under Brazil's pro-development president, Jair Bolsonaro, there has been a real acceleration of deforestation in that region.
0: Yeah, not looking to mend his ways. Yesterday, Bolsonaro announced reduced fines for land-clearing ranches, saying it would bring peace and tranquility to the countryside. the pandemic has really been an opportunity for many to test the waters when it comes to hairstyles, including just letting your hair grow out. That's a trend Britain's former Prime Minister, Tony Blair, is apparently on board with. Look,
1: I feel like we were an early adopter of this, I pointed this out in the email last week about Tony Blair's grey mullet when he turned up on a video call for a conference last week and there was shock and horror across the internet. Uh, But he has now addressed it and he says that he hasn't had his head that long since he was in a band when he was a young guy Uh, but apparently it's a whole thing lots of
0: old blokes reclaiming the longer hair of their youth yeah one grooming expert actually described tony blair as having his finger on the pulse not sure if i'll draw inspiration from his lockdown look claire but good on him for embracing something new (laughs) And finally, squiz the day. It's the anniversary of the first spam email that happened in nineteen seventy-eight. Safe to say there's been a few more spam emails since then. Yes, that certainly did
1: um, catch my eye to some <laughs> of course as everyone knows we put out a newsletter every day via email and the amount of time of my life that I've spent on on dealing with spam issues, I really can't get that time back. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn that spam email. The Those in the Northern Territory and Queensland are also lucky to have a public holiday today. Lucky them. As for us, no public holiday. We'll be back again tomorrow.